Welcome to the SEO Happy Hour Podcast with We Do Web Content. Listen up, marketers and small business owners. If you're looking to get a better grasp on understanding how to use proven digital marketing techniques to grow your business, you're in the right place. On our SEO Happy Hour Podcast, our team will teach you the proven techniques we use with our clients and interview the industry experts on marketing, SEO, content, social, and more. Grab a drink and a seat. And here is your host, Alex Valencia. Good afternoon. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of SEO Happy Hour. I'm here again with my good friend Keith Tarico, and Hello. today we're going to be touching on the current climate of things because of the pandemic and how a PEO can help you. We'll talk about employee benefits, um, termination, what furlough is, compared to termination, and a few other things. So be excited to learn a lot, take some notes, and Hopefully we can answer some questions. Keith Tarico, thanks again for being here, man. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing how, how are your clients holding up after this uh, pandemic? Yeah, you know, it's, and I think everyone knows this too. It really depends what your industry is and what you're doing, right? You know, so if you're in the hospitality industry, entertainment, I mean, you're struggling right now, you know, pretty hardcore. If you're say in, um, you know, like urgent, ur urgent care or med, you know, things like that. I mean, you're, you're working probably more than you ever have. So it's client to client right now. So, but I'm looking out for all of them. Do you have clients that are staying where they are or, or for the most part, some of your clients are either furloughing or terminating? It's a great question. And that really kind of depends on, you know, what the strategy is. So uh, we kind of spoke about this earlier before, you know, what is termination? What does it mean? And what is furlough? And what does it mean? And, Kind of what I was telling you earlier, you know, furloughing, it comes from actually the military, you know, as you know, you're on furlough. That's how you kind of know and understand you heard that word when you really think about it. While termination is is kind of looked at, you know, as far as like that's somebody that I'm getting letting go of. So when you think furlough, people think of it as, you know, this, this person's important. You know, we don't want to let them go, but, you know, we need to give them some kind of leave. And the expectation is that they will come back because I furlough, I furlough the soldier knowing that he's going to come back, you know, after that period. Now the termination um, are uh, employee that's you no longer have a need for. So maybe it's the business has changed somewhat, or maybe the person um, their position is no longer needed. Got it. So that's the difference between furlough and and termination. Well, it is in that sense, but you know now to talk about how that applies today, and I think that's where you're heading towards in this environment, right? So there's some different rules, right? So you have the uh, the CARES Act right. right now, and with the CARES Act, when you're looking at furloughing someone that we need to bring back. The furloughing, um, you know, they're allowing, which they do not normally allow, you know, outside of the CARES Act for the employee who's furloughed to actually go get unemployment, you know, claim, make an unemployment claim. And, and that's a big deal, right? Because here's this person that you like, you want to bring back and you tell them, I'm going to furlough you, but hey, you can't get any unemployment. I mean, it's, it's not real nice. So um, that comes into question is what should you do in that situation, right? And this is what my PO clients and I and or my HR outsourcing clients, and I, we would sit down and really kind of try to dig into and I'm going to give you a real life example. Yeah, right. please. Okay. So this might be a little extreme because it's a hospitality restaurant group, right? So they're a big thing. I mean, they would 100% completely shut down within 24 hours. So you can imagine having 400 and you know 20 employees, five locations, restaurants, and you're being told whatever. So you can imagine how that phone call went. Wow. Yeah. So we had to kind of come to that termination. So right away they said, hey, you know, we need to terminate these employees because we can't carry that payroll, right? 
So I said, wait, hang on a second here. Let's let's really talk through this and let's strategize this out. And all businesses, regardless of where they are, should actually think through what I'm saying right now. So you have to look at, okay, if we are to terminate, what does that actually mean? Termination means they're no longer part of the company, right? They're no longer attached to the company. And so they're gone. Now, if my intent is to bring these people back or some of these people back or, or most, um, then you know what? I would have to now bringing them back go through what I would do with any new hire. So that would be, however, your your company has certain, maybe, you know, NDAs, maybe they have some certain contractual wow. agreement that, right, that you have with them. That's, sorry to interrupt. Sure. That's if you terminate them, they got to come back that way. Right. Compared to furlough would be, okay. Exactly, that's exactly where I'm going. Right. And then you have, you know, also employee benefits, you know, so I'm bringing you back on, and now is it a 30 day, 60 day, you know, first of the month after 60, it was essentially 90 days before you have access to unemployment. Also now I've had to issue COBRA letters and manage COBRA on top of, it's just a lot of stuff. Well, right. if I furloughed and they can still go for unemployment, they're allowing, you know, allowing them to do that. That would make more sense, especially with the key employees that you do plan on bringing back. Cause we don't know in the current environment, you know, what's that capacity specifically I'm talking to, cause every business operates differently. You know, a restaurant at 25% capacity, then 50%, whatever the laws are, you know, what is that, those people that you can bring back? Because that could be a nightmare in the hiring and, and bringing back on process. And so we came to the conclusion that we were going to furlough, you know, most, the majority of the employees that were going to come back. And then you're also under furlough allowed to continue to play their, pay their employee benefits. So what we were able to do is come up with paying their employee benefits for them. So they would continue to keep their medical you know, fully, full, fully by the employer. And the great thing about having this technology based, you know, inside of the PEO and the people and the folks that are there, they're able to track that. Now, of course, as a business owner, you have the option to say, Hey, listen, you got to pay that all back. You know, what your portion was, we were only entitled, you know, we were only, um, you know, legally bound to 50% of that. And some will, you know, depending on, you know, what you have or what they were able to do is track that, you know, as they're bringing people back on and say, Hey, we paid, you know, a thousand dollars of your, of your portion of the premium, but we're not going to make you pay a thousand dollars back. We're going to set that out at $10 a month over whatever period that is, or $20 a month, something that you can pay. And they're back on, they've had their employee benefits and it's just less disruption, Alex. Yeah, that makes sense. That's helpful. So Keith, tell me how are PEOs helping their clients currently during this pandemic? And that's a, that's a great question, right? And, and I guess you could say it's really based on need. I mean, what you need as say, if you're an attorney firm, you know, or accounting office is a lot different than say what I would need um, if I was, you know, in construction or if I was in manufacturing, right? So let's kind of talk about what we spoke about in the first one, which was, you know, the four key area, you know, elements that the, uh, that the PEOs help in the system with. And the first one, like we said, was, you know, human resources, you know, payroll, which is also a portion of technology, um, employee benefits and workers comp. And some of the main areas, you know, when we talk about the human resource side, it's just kind of information, right? And, and, and what does this mean to me? And what legislation, which is changing, it's so fluid every single second. How do I keep up with that? So the POs are there to continue to provide relevant information as it pertains to that specific client, right? And what they do and what that legislation means to them. Okay, so you don't have to decipher it. Right. And then you have a team of people that are there, including employment practice attorneys that are there to answer questions. So I get something from them and it says this and it applies to me in what way? I'm not really sure. I can pick up the phone and ask somebody, you know, and, you know, from an HR standpoint. So I think consulting with potential legal issues. Uh, I think we spoke earlier about this as well, where, you know, okay, I, we're terminating 
you know, 100 of our 400 employees, 50 of our 400 employees. Well, who are those 50 employees, right? right? You got to know the demographics of that. Let's say accidentally, not even knowing you just pick 50 employees, right? And out of the out of the 400, those happen to be the 50 employees or the majority of them that were 50 years or older or 30, uh, 30 or 50 years or older, um, 10 were um, had a different ethnic background, right? Or religious background or 10 had, you know, 10 were pregnant. So now you have protected classes that you fired all of in there or terminated all of them in there. And now you have a potential class action lawsuit that could be, you know, 50,000, 100,000, 500,000, depending, millions, who knows. But those are the things that you could run into. So it would be good to bounce that off and come up with, like I said before, the strategy with people that kind of understand and think about things that as we're panicking, maybe we're not thinking of. The um, other area was on the payroll side, and that comes down to the um, payroll protection. Right. Like plan. Yep. Okay. Program. So they were able to provide organized information and guidance as far as how to do that, getting them the documentation, providing that for them. Um, and that was a key thing because as this stuff was happening and in flux, you only had a very small amount of time because funds right a short window for yeah, sure Yeah, exactly i mean you understand that as a business owner. and it was detailed they when they provided that information it i mean it basically said look you you right. can't get it wrong because here here is the itemized yeah, specifically it. right they dummy proofed it by date you know the the amount they said this is what you want to put into your loan amount to fit, yep. get get the correct figure so it was awesome um if you haven't seen that from from your company uh, I feel bad for you, but uh, it, it should be something that day you were getting. So I, I was super point. appreciative for that. Yeah. Um, I guess the other big thing would be employee benefits. I mean, so much rotates around that and it rotates around that. And if you really think about it right now, you can't mess that up. I mean, we're in a pandemic right now. You can't right. mess up, you know, employee you benefits. Them, right? <laughs> yeah, you God have forbid to. you get sick. The cool thing, they were actually, I think, out in front of everyone on this. Um, yeah. And they offered, you know, telehealth, which can come in a lot of different ways, telemedicine, tele know tell a doc on however it is but the point is they gave access to doctors real time you know from the from your home because that's our new world right now things have changed a little bit where if i needed prescriptions or i needed answers i'm able to get them right and along with that you had an eap program so that's an employer assistance program and that gives counseling help i mean at no charge that gives where you can get a licensed um you know person practitioner to sit there and answer questions maybe it's a financial impact to you maybe you're nervous about the environment and you and you just need somebody to talk to. So I think those are really important, big things to you know be able to do that. And really, the biggest thing I think from employee benefit side was the uh, the payment options for for all employees that we discussed earlier on the health premiums. I mean that that's a big deal in tracking that. Um, you know, and then when I think workers come. Go into that a little yeah. further. So the the um, tele the I'm um, sorry the, the furloughing okay and the employee benefit side of it was they were able to advise and let their clients know like what I was able to say earlier. Hey, you can pay their, here's your options. Right. You can pay their medical for them. Hey, we can track that. Hey, if, if you want us to keep track of that and collect it back over six months, a year, whatever that is, a year and a half at $5 per paycheck, we can do that and keep that math and do that whole entire process for you. I, I mean, first of the advice of understanding that you could do that and having people that know that, and then also being able to actually account for it, I think are just two huge things. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And then I think we touched, uh, I'd like, I wanted to touch on unemployment benefits a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before we jump to that, I did want to say on the, just finished the workers compensation oh, thing. Okay. and companies do can run into full shutdowns. You know, I have a current client right now that, um, they, they're based in, um, in Fort Lauderdale. They, they operate out of Miami and they operate out of Delray beach and they do 
all those type of things, the, the bike rentals and the boats and the, you know, they're in a, in a really bad spot. I mean, they're right. completely shut down. People are not flocking right now to go to boat rentals. And on top of it, they had just signed, you know, pretty large contract with the, uh, you know, with the cruise lines where they became an excursion, you know, per se. So it's, it's, it's difficult, you know, for them to have that happen. But, you know, when you're looking at them and you have workers comp and how that applies to them, workers comp is based on payroll. And there is no payroll. So when there's no payroll, there's a lapse in coverage. And when there's a lapse in coverage from a worker's comp side, you know, you lose your policy. And it's also very hard to go back and get that restarted. And the PEO is because they have their own master policies, you know, employee benefits and a worker's comp. They're able to dictate the rules and they would say, hey, you know what? When you come back, regardless of payroll, it's going to be as if there was no stop in service. That's not going to reflect on you poorly. So that was a big deal. Awesome. Yeah, that is great. So I think your second question then was yeah, the employment, right? We, yeah, we wanted to touch, I wanted to touch on sure. unemployment because um, I know the government made some recent changes and I know you can only talk about it so much, but mm -hmm. you know, let's hear some of the benefits of uh, what the government's done with unemployment. Yeah, and, and, and this is definitely something I'm sure that's affected everyone that's out there. Yeah, I mean, for regardless. sure. I mean, God bless everybody. You know, I know everyone's going, everyone's going through this differently. So, yeah. you know, empathy goes out to everyone, you know, someone's definitely been affected by it or know someone right yeah That's, or know yeah. someone whether it's been a, a job loss or whether it's been an illness i know a couple people who've actually lost family members yeah um it's, it's sad but um you know can we talk about it in two parts would that be okay like yeah one part and how a peo affects and if you don't mind with the audience if i could just maybe talk in general, a little bit about it too, just in their state. I love it. I, I think the more information you give better because I have uh, very analytical attorney clients that are okay. going to listen intently and may have some really awesome questions after they hear this. So okay. talk as general and as uh, give out as much information as possible. That's what we do. We, we love transparency here. Okay. So you have a couple of things of unemployment, right? That may not seem so obvious and it kind of goes back. And that's, and, and that's, I hope the black swan, right? Or the unicorn, the things that you don't see, you know, we think and react to stuff sometimes not thinking about, although attorneys are actually very good about thinking about the unknown, but you know, about what does that move mean to me later, right? Well, you know, with unemployment, the other thing that comes with that too, right? Is, is people file for, file for unemployment and then you have an unemployment claims hearings and things like that, regardless, they're gonna get in that, there's still, something that has to go into that, that does affect you as the employer on your state unemployment tax rate, mm -hmm. right? So the PEOs, they'll handle all that process. You know, they'll, they'll manage the hearings. They'll be able to actually, you know, coordinate as far as whatever has to go governmentally to help, help keep that, you know, state unemployment tax rate down because it can be impactful, right? Um, the other thing with the unemployment right now, when we're speaking to the CARES Act, right, is federally they stepped in and they're giving $600 over a 12 week period Okay. Um, for anyone who goes on to the state on their state unemployment. Right. Now, as you know, you know, or you may not know, state unemployment varies. It's kind of up to the state, right? On how they do that. They have this little bucket, you know, they charge what they charge. Um, so, you know, what you have or what rules you have, the length of time, the amount that you get paid is all going to be based on the state that you're in. But being that we're specifically talking about Florida right now, you know, the Florida's maximum, you know, is going to be $275 a week over a, you know, four week period. So real life and how that translates to me as an employee, right, is that during that period with that $600, if I'm qualified for that, you know, you can also afford the $600, is I'm going to be able to collect out during that period of time, you know, $875, as opposed to 
collecting over a 12 week period to 75, which would be yeah. kind of difficult, right? So, you know, and here's one thing I, I, I did mention earlier. It is retro as well, because I was speaking actually with a friend of mine, not a client, nothing, just a friend of mine. And he he does, uh, you know, personal training and, you know, at, and he worked at a gym and they let go of those people in the first week. And he's been trying to get unemployment since the first day and cannot get it. And, you know, I was able to do a little homework and and find out and give him some additional information. It is retro. So like I explained to him, even though, you know, keep because he almost was going to give up on it. I said, no. Continue to do that because up until July 31st, right? That this program is is still valid. Okay, up until that, up until July 31st. So as long as you get it and you show that you're trying to get it and you're in there, they're going to have to give you a lump sum. Is what I'm assuming. I don't want to say that's how it's going to be done, but I believe a lump sum of the back pay from when you first you know filed. From oh wow, it. okay. Right. So definitely keep you know encourage the, the employees to continue to you know move forward with that. They will get that retro. Don't give up on it. They're entitled to that to that money. And there's also another nuance for, and again, this is outside of the PEO side, for independent contractors. You know, generally, you know, an independent contractor would not be entitled to any unemployment claims. And they waive that during the, the CARES Act for people like that, or if you're, say, you know, an Uber driver or, you know, food delivery or you know, whatever it is. Although food, they're doing quite well. The food yeah, they're food delivery. <laughs> food delivery and gym we're gonna, equipment are we're killing scratch it. that one right, up right, right now. I think they, they're actually donating money towards the unemployment yeah. Um, but those are really good things for everyone to think about. There's three different, there's a bunch of different ones, but the three major ones is the FPUC program, the PEUC and the PAU. Um, basically you have federal programs that are additionally funding the state programs in length of time and also on dollar amounts. Awesome. Man, great information. Any, anything else you want to add? Hang in there. You know, I mean, listen, you know, everything was was great before. It's, it's the same thing with your stock portfolio. You know, it will come back if you have a good business model in place right now. Then you know what? Stick to it. I think this is a great time for companies that have received the payroll protection money, you know, um, and they kind of are still not really up to 100 percent right now. Think about the things that you had meant to do inside your office. Think about the paperwork. Think about the reorganization. I think keeping the people you have to keep that payroll going you know, up to 75%, you know, of, of um, you have to use that 75%, 25% can be utilized towards, you know, your rent can be used towards, you know, employee benefits, things like that. But you have to spend that money on that, you know, during this period of time. So if they're in there and your business isn't up to snuff because the rest of the world isn't, then think of those other projects that you always said, we all have them, you know, that you always said you wanted to do and task the employees to really get there. And even if it's just down to them educating themselves to be better at what they do at their job, so they're better employees for you you know, going forward and stay safe. Wow. That was great advice. That's, that's awesome. I, I think I heard it somewhere too. Um, this is the opportunity for you to start reinventing and working on your business as opposed to in your business, you know, step away, you have the time to, to work on it. Uh, I know we've been doing it. Um, I'll be having a podcast soon or a, or a, uh, online uh training on creating content so as opposed to consuming content actually creating content but you know right now is the time to to start digging in and and think about how to reinvent right whether there were some yeah. projects that were in the back burner for your company or your business that you weren't doing and you did just get some of these funds you know this is your time to to actually really start taking some things into fruition educating yourselves i've been reading a lot um i'm sure a lot of people have i know a lot of the people that i follow and talk to have been trying to educate themselves differently and and you know Absolutely. 
we don't have the answers, right? Nobody has the answers. We don't know how far this is going to go. The government doesn't really know how far it's going to go. What's I it mean, look like when we get yeah, back in there? Yeah, what, what's it going to look like? What happens in November? Because then we should think about that too. Right. And I, I was thinking when you talked about your 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 client company that had the uh, the bike rentals yeah. and and the excursions. I'm thinking, man, you know, God forbid this went on forever, but eventually we we would be in a place where it would be a virtual excursion right where we're living in a time where you're you're wearing goggles in and on some kind of peloton bike like total recall and, yeah total That's recall where okay. you're not really experiencing things face to face yeah. or with people but in some kind of augmented reality um which is you know for well, us old school irony. guys there's yeah, some like, irony to this though right because yeah we've become that way and, and this is kind of interesting how how things kind of you know accidentally work out but we go from this virtual now working like you said virtual experience to now having real experiences with our family um where we're with them and we're doing board games and we're watching movies and we're and we're you know playing ping pong or we're going on bike rides so you know there's been there's been some stuff now that has happened that has actually made it even even though it may be unreal now with all the zoom like even with our friend things we're doing with our family we've gotten more personal at least i have and i, and I believe a lot of my friends yeah you've well. definitely gotten a little more social and and it's funny that that you touched on on the families and, and board games um so i i've yvette and i've always been blessed and fortunate where you know our staff does the majority of the work and and we don't have to be at the office and do as much as some of the other employees and, and some of the staff so we're blessed to have the people that we have right you're always better because the people that are running the business are, are better than you are so for me it's always been we've always been right doing family things and stuff so you know when we're in our neighborhood and seeing people biking and doing the things that they're doing and they're all out and when people didn't come out people still were getting home at five o'clock every day you're just still you're now making the time to do these things and so i brought it up to yvette and she's like you know i go you know I see these people walking and doing exercise. I go, but they could have been doing it before, right? They're still kind of getting home and working till five and they're they're just kind of finding the time. But she brought up a good point, right? Back then when you were working a full schedule, back then I say, right? Like back two months ago <laughs> right. when everyone was working and had a full schedule, you were getting home and you still had to do the laundry. You still had to figure out dinner, right? So you, now you're consumed by three hours of additional stuff. We live in an environment where we've all brought work home with us. So that was the priority where now, you know, the work is minimized in the family life and the personal life and the socialization and the want for socialization has grown that that now we're appreciating the things that, that we used to take for granted. And, um, you know, there, the positives have definitely come out of this whole situation. Um, and it's good to, to think of the positive. Yeah. But as business owners, Keith has relayed and and shared some really awesome information um with us here and um let's let's give him a virtual applause on all the information um but before we go and i missed it so if you if you're just catching this podcast or this video there's another video where where keith dug really deep in into po and services and and you know, compared to that onto what you might have currently with your business. Um, so make sure you catch that one. And and this was a, a shorter version where we talked about currently what's going on right now and what you could be doing and what to expect and, and some benefits to it. And 
how uh, it benefits your employees and, and how it could benefit your your business. But I missed it on the last one, and I and I usually do this uh -oh. on on my shows on on a more personal level. And I'm fortunate to know Keith personally. Keith, if you weren't doing this, your new business, which um, before I go into my question, let me let me just give this guy props, right? So Keith was an entrepreneur, was an entrepreneur for years, started off real early in life, um, a beautiful, amazing family. And then I don't know, maybe was it what, six years ago when when you kind of shifted and you ten. brought this opportunity mm -hmm. 10 years now? Wow. Yeah, yeah that's right. Kind of around the time when we met. So we vacationed together and we've done things together. Um, you shifted and in Keith Tarico fashion, he would not take on a project without learning it more than the experts know it already. So I think one of your best friends was in the business and I think you know the business three times better than he does right now. Um, and the same thing he's done with tennis with his daughters when they first started. Keith used to be a college basketball player. His uh, dad was a coach, awesome man. His son now plays basketball. And the other day I, you know, I actually took the time to actually sit around and watch because I have no athletic ability whatsoever. Um, but watching them, it was like watching a symphony. And uh, now, I, now I have an appreciation for, for the athletes. But again, this is the type of guy that will take on something and learn absolutely everything about it before he jumps into it or before he's going to recommend or, or try to sell. So there's obviously a heartfelt, emotional value to having someone like Keith helping you out and helping your business grow because of it and change it. And I know, I know I got the Keith Tarico white glove service because obviously we're not as huge as some of his other clients are, but we got, we got, we were able to take advantage of absolutely every single aspect and knowledge that Keith has. Um, so no, back to the question, if you weren't doing this, okay. what would you be doing? What's, what, what would, what's your dream? Well, you know, my passion has always been about just getting the getting the answers you know what i mean getting an understanding you know whatever it is that i'm doing and, and i love i mean really it comes down to family i know this is going to be simple some people will say that hey i just want to you know work all i just want to do you know and, and i do i like to keep busy and this this business right here allows me to be able to still focus on my family you know by being self-employed i'm able to do that yet it allows me to utilize the information i have learned over all those years before i sold my company and be able to go into this with no other purpose, no other reason, but just to help out other people, break down stuff that I see, have no other motivation, not for the HR outsourcing companies, the PEOs, but for the client themselves and say, hey, I get into it. Let's go through this puzzle together. This is pretty cool. So, you know, it comes down to definitely doing whatever I want to do is, is being with my family. If I have any choice, it's, it's spending time with them. And this portion of it is is doing right now. I'm right where I'm supposed to be doing exactly what I want to do. Awesome. Favorite color? <laughs> My favorite color? Yes. Yeah. Um, blue. Favorite song? Wow. Favorite song? 
watching the wheels go around and around John Lennon. Wow. Okay. This guy knows music too. I, I remember being in the ride with him in, in North Carolina vacationing together and, and he would break down a song. He's like, do you know, do you know what this song means? And I think we were listening to uh, Pink Floyd. I don't remember the song, but it, it was an awesome track kind of listening to his breakdown of it was pretty badass. Um, next question. Book that you would recommend? The one thing. I can't think of the publishers up there. I mean, the, no. Okay. The one thing it's, um, it, it's a really cool book that, that basically tells you to simplify life and each day, stop trying to think of doing everything, break down the one thing that absolutely has to be done today. You know, and did I tell you it. about that book? I read that book. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Seth Bader, Seth Bader, if you're listening, okay. uh, you recommended that book to me. That's a great book. Okay, so then you like that. Did you finish that recently, or yeah, yeah. no, not recently. I, I I'm on my second time reading it. Okay, know? and the whole and just for the audience so they understand it too. It's um in life we come with all these surmountable things and is you know how do we overcome this gigantic mountain? And one one um, part of the book it states or the or the author puts it into a perspective as dominoes and he says okay, picture all your problems as dominoes right and you have so many of them, and that and the last domino is as big as a gigantic building. You know what? Well, that first domino is the size of a domino. And if you take that domino and you just put it in little increments up until you get to that big one, and then you push that one domino, that big domino would go down very easy, all initiated by that small domino. And I thought that was you know, pretty impactful. He obviously, obviously retains what he reads way more than I do. And I was wrong. Seth Bader wasn't the, Sorry, what, was Seth. he? Was it Bad Seth Bader out. or Andrew? I don't know who it was, but it doesn't matter who recommended it. Great book. Okay. Um, I love Maximum Achievement, or I'm still very fond of Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. I've used it since the 10th grade. It's helped me a lot. I think it's helped build my business and mm -hmm. courage. Um, but um, thanks, Can I tell you why I liked um, watching the wheels go around and around? No. Yeah, team, please tell me. I like it because it's written by John Lennon. And John Lennon and the Beatles, you know, they broke up for a period. Obviously, everyone knows when they broke up and they kind of went their own. And the irony is, you know, I mean, Paul McCarthy went off and did what he did and was big. And actually, George Harrison was um, was actually more successful on his first album than, than everybody else. But they were great songwriters. But I really liked that one because it was a couple of years later and he really hadn't come out with anything. And everybody kept saying, you're, you know, what's wrong with you? You know, what are you going to do? I mean, how will you let this all go to waste? What are you you're wasting your time? And he came back with that song was basically, I'm just sitting over here. I'm, I'm fine, you know, and, and everybody's coming around here. I'm just watching the wheels go round and round, you know, and, you know, I like to watch them, you know, turn. And, and it's just an interesting song. And it was his reply, basically, to everybody was telling what to do. So listen to it and you'll see what I mean when I put it in that perspective on how in his period of his life, uh, he hadn't done anything at that point and just wrote that great song. Just kind of telling everybody, hey, I'm, I'm good, you know? I like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. Okay. Thank you. Thank you all for being on the show and listening. Hope you like stayed through for the awesome content that we just had. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to SEO Happy Hour with We Do Web Content. For more great content and to stay up to date, go to wedowebcontent.com and on social medias at We Do Web Content. We'll catch you next time.